It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between who we are as physical, emotional, spiritual, and intellectual beings. Uh, We are very complex creatures, let's put it that way. And there's a lot of things that we're just now discovering about ourselves and the need for not just wellness health-wise or emotionally, but you know, to have that spiritual and intellectual connection with others. Um, that is what balances us. And I refer to it as having four legs. And you know, a three-legged stool works pretty well. Anything with two legs, not so good. And so, you know, I look at it ideally as trying to have relationships that help you balance out all four of your legs so that you live your best life, which is what the show is all about. If you go to my website, which is www.synergyconnectionradio.com, you're going to see a link to Boomers Forever Young. And this is a first class um, company that's in St. Petersburg, Florida, that has wellness products, and I have used them for five years now. Um, The two things that I explain to people all the time is how important it is to know your D3, uh, that's dog three, uh, number, and that's a simple blood test, and that is your immune system. And with the last two years of fighting COVID and all of its variants, um, it's not over. And so it's fine if you've received your vaccine, but the vaccine is not the total answer. Um, I have a counseling client who I spoke with last night and she had had both vaccines and her booster shot and she still got COVID. And so I'm hearing this over and over. And this is a young person who is very, very athletic. So it's not that she has pre-existing anything. She just was one of those individuals who, you know, got COVID, even though she was well protected. So you want your number, your D3 number, when you get it to be above 70, if it is not, and you don't want them to tell you that it's in a good range, you want an actual number. Um, So if you have a number that's in the 40s or 50s, start taking a minimum of 5,000 international units of D3. The other number that you need is a C-reactive protein number, and that is your level of inflammation. So if you are diabetic, if you have um, pre-existing anything, it could be cardiovascular disease, it could be COPD, it could be that you've been asthmatic for most of your life or recently, Um, it could be that you have immune issues, then inflammation is your enemy, that's where all disease begins. And so you want that number to be below a one. Mine is a 0.3. And you can get it there by looking at what that number is and then taking things that are anti-inflammatory, such as turmeric with pepper. Um, They have a, a product there called barley. It's gladiator barley as well as heirloom barley. Uh, that takes toxins out of the body. It also... Um, helps to reduce inflammation significantly, and it repairs muscle, it rebuilds muscle. 
And every year after 50, we lose 1% of our muscle mass. And so that's what holds us upright. You know, our bones are there, but the muscles are what kind of keep everything in place. And when you start losing your muscles, then you have a greater risk of falling. And we all know what that means because as you age, that's like broken hips, um, femurs that break. I had a friend a long time ago that broke her femur getting out of bed and uh, she was, uh, you know, a small person. And so I suspect that her inflammation was quite um, significant uh, knowing her, but she had very little muscle. And so when she got out of bed, she just fell. So those are two products that I would highly recommend. Uh, for reducing inflammation is the barley and turmeric and you want your turmeric mixed with black pepper for absorption. Okay, so I'll get off my little soapbox on wellness and that's the physical because guys, if you don't have your physical, it's gonna be really hard to do the rest of this. The physical is important so that you can work into the emotional, the spiritual and the intellectual. So I have as a returning guest with me, um, a personal friend, and we've known each other a long time now, really. Um, both of us are authors, and I had met Margaret at a book signing, and I don't even remember how many years ago now, Margaret, but I think it's at least 10 or 12. I think so. Yeah, I it's been a so. long time, because you had uh, been signing uh, The Chatter That Matters, uh, Your Words Are Your Power, and Your Chatter you know, does matter, because it's what you tell yourself, right? <laughs> So exactly. it's that internal listening, you know, like, you know, you're important, you're great, or are you telling yourself negative things? So you have over 20 years of experience in working with individuals, small businesses, and entrepreneurs. And I know that you're doing some classes online, I believe through Zoom, right? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah. So why don't you uh, maybe uh, let people know a little bit about what you do and how you do it, and then we'll get into our topic today which is going to be holiday expectations. And we were talking before we started recording about how everything is still you know, up in the air for so many people as we approach the holidays due to this new variant. So yeah. tell people a little bit about you. Well, thank you, Lucy. It's always a pleasure to be here and uh, share and have conversations and and hopefully provide some uh, words of wisdom along the way to the folks who are listening. And um, yes, uh, my coaching program that I do is called Redesign Your Life. And I have two particular areas of expertise. And one is uh, relatively new. Um, it started earlier this year. It's called uh, Working with Women Healing from Narcissists. And so the interesting thing about that is, yes, I was married to a narcissist for 20 plus years. And it was many years later when I realized, oh, my gosh, I still haven't gotten over this mess. And so I finally got the healing processes and letting go of all of that stuff. Um, but it took me years and years to do that. So now I want to be able to help women um, who have gone through that uh -huh. <clears throat> excuse me, that situation, and maybe still out there wearing that mask, pretending everything is fine when inside they're dying. So I want to be able to help them uh, heal in months what it took me years to accomplish. 
And my other area of expertise in redesign your life coaching is for women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And those women are often in, uh, you know, kids have gone off to college. They may be still enjoying their work, but they need something more. And they're just not sure what it is. Sometimes it's pulling out some of those passions that have been stuffed for a while, or maybe it's in their business, maybe uh, because I do have expertise in time efficiency and stress relief and different things like that, that sometimes that's what some of these people need. Others are looking for uh, one woman I worked with closing her business and what's next. Mm-hmm. So helped her through that process in, because some people think, well, if I'm closing the business, how fast do I need to do this? And, you know, you can drag that stuff out for, for a long time. And so I helped her stay on time and get it done within a time frame that she had designated. So it's accountability. It's a lot of different things. Coaching is based on, as you know, in your work, coaching is helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. So, And sometimes it's, sometimes it's helping them discover where they want to be. Oh, yeah. A lot of times it's that for Uh sure. (laughs) For sure. So thank you for the opportunity to share that. And the other thing I will say, too, is I do have I did publish a gratitude journal. It's called Your Chatter Matters Journal of Gratitude, because um, I love writing down my gratitudes every night, almost every night for 20 plus years. I've done that and three to five things about each day for which I'm grateful Some days can be a challenge, but, you know, (laughs) as one of my friends says, and we all knew this in 2020 of early on is uh, be thankful for the toilet paper you have. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You know, we can always find a few things to be grateful for. It doesn't have to be the, the big and huge things that we might normally say, yeah, we're really grateful for that. So, well, I think just, um, you know, being upright. You know, making sure that uh, I got out of the bed today, I can walk and talk, bend and stretch and I'm good. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, if you were trying to figure out, I don't have, you know, a lot of different things each day, just the understanding that you're still breathing, that you can see, you can hear, you can taste. I mean, so many of the people that have COVID are either not with us or they've lost their taste buds. They can't smell things as well anymore. And it's part of that long hauler syndrome that isn't maybe ever going to go away. And and so if we don't have that, we can certainly be grateful that we still have those faculties. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, just when you're out and about and seeing how frail some people are Mm -hmm. and um, they're still walking around the block and then you say, you know, what's wrong with you, Margaret? Why aren't you out there walking? (laughs) Uh, because you're doing other things (laughs) yeah (laughs) so anyway but yeah there's a lot to be grateful for in our lives so absolutely absolutely well all right so we're going to talk about the holidays we are within just a little i guess we're 10 nine days days, days Christmas. christmas as we're recording this And of course, we're down here in sunny Florida, so we don't have snowflakes and we don't have, you know, the hustle bustle kind of feelings that the holiday has maybe in more northern areas. I do miss that. I miss the uh, snap in the air and everything at the holidays. I don't miss it afterwards, but I miss it then. But if, if we are looking at, you know, a second full year 
of all of the different dynamics that changed our lives in early 2020. You know, so now we're moving into 2022, which is hard to believe, but we are closely coming into contact with that new year. And yet, you know, we are just struggling with health and wellness, you know, from one end of our continent to the other. It's, it's pretty crazy. So um, holiday expectations, they have changed, haven't they? Yes, they have. And, you know, last year for many, many people that, you know, only could gather with close immediate family that if you stayed in your bubble. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, and depending on where you live and what the, the uh, restrictions were implemented and different things like that. And Mm -hmm. depending on your health. And I, I know in last year, um, my my sister and brother-in-law always come down for uh, on the 20, <clears throat> 23rd and are there and we celebrate Christmas with my, I have three children and six grandchildren. So we all celebrate together at varying times throughout those several days. And then last year they were not able to come because, because of, of her COPD. She of her COPD, as well as it was still within, and remember 2020, you know, they were still pretty dicey about whether you were going to be able to get together or not. Right. And, right. and with her health issues, we definitely, we did not, they, she did not want to take the chance. And, and I certainly respected that and missed her dearly. So, um, and so I know that happened to a lot of people mm-hmm. and, you know, fortunately uh, remember we went from, from not we went into lockdown in 2020. Yeah, we didn't yeah. go. Well, we didn't have. Yeah, we didn't have the vaccine yet. Yeah, and, and so as, as we as we were able, things calmed down even before the vaccine. We were able to get back together with with you know smaller groups and family or different situations. And so um, so anyway, so we've we've sort of moved in in my view. We've moved you know, restriction to moving and then, oh, let's be a little more cautious. We've got variants here. We've got vaccines. And so, you know, it's just paying attention and uh, to what the science says. And I really have to go with that. But in the meantime, it's, so what is our expectation for getting together this year? I was just on a, a Zoom call yesterday with a group of women and one of them is in England. And she said, I'm not sure what the restrictions are going to be when it comes to Christmas. Mm. Because, you know, even the queen I saw canceled something, a a gathering because of the new, uh, they're having more and more cases of COVID or the the variant or whatever it is. So, you know, there's a lot that just, it shifts daily. Yeah, it's very, very unknown. Um, Interestingly enough, I just listened to a two-hour medical doctor's um, perspective on wellness in these conditions. And, you know, I would have not even thought about this, but it's accurate. Um, Your airplane is actually your safest place to be. Interesting. Uh, It's because the air is coming through multiple HEPA filters 
And as long as you leave your mask on until you take off and get to your elevation, the air is circulating from the outside through these filters. And so it's, you know, there's no bacteria, no viruses in there. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so the airport's another story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to get through the airport to get on the airplane and, and, you know, do that. But the plane itself, you would think maybe being in a contained small area, that that would be the more dangerous and it's actually the safest. Interesting. So I thought that was quite fascinating. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, as we look at how people are going to spend those holidays and, you know, sometimes it's part of what, when we, when we talked about this several months ago about doing the show, part of that was um, holiday expectation is some of the people you're gathering with and what they're like and, you know, the family and some families, when you come together, there's always aunt Joe or aunt, whatever, we'll call her Minerva for now. Mm-hmm. Or Uncle <laughs> who, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Who may be that cantankerous person that's argumentative or, you know, no matter what you say, they're not going to agree with you and you're wrong. And, you know, they want to continue to diminish you like you were when you were five. And so do you have the expectation that they're always going to be that way? That was one of my thoughts about as we were talking about this um, a few months ago. And, and, you know, as we could, if we could step back and say, one of my friends has an affirmation. Um, it's in a, a, a recent book called Life Doesn't Have to Be So Hard. Lauren McLaughlin. And one of her affirmations is, I am who I am, and I allow others to be who they are. Mm. And you know, that's really hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you always have the choice to stop the conversation and move away. Exactly. And so, you know, I think that would be one of the things we could remind people as they are getting together, and they may have those those individuals in the family or, or friends that, that, and sometimes of course, with the celebrations comes often comes a fair amount of alcohol. And, um, and with that, you know, can bring out some of the, the fun things and unsightly things from some people. And (laughs) so, you know, you have, that's one of those times you can say, okay, you know, this is just not a good place to be, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, really. No, that's that's quite true. Um, I would say that the majority of families that I know, they do have at least one person during the holidays that everybody is kind of like, okay, how are we going to manage this? And um, I think if you, you know, it, it's kind of the whole law of attraction. If you believe that that person is difficult and that's your expectation, is they're going to be difficult, then you get exactly what you're expecting Exactly. because things do set themselves up in such a way that it, that's just the way it works. Um, if you, on the other hand, are doing something where the expectation is um, that um, you're, you know, maybe, I don't know, I'm going to see him differently, or I'm going to see her differently. And so the uh, actual 
perception maybe of that individual is, you know, now I understand they're this way because, and so I'm not going to take it personally. Yeah. And, but how hard is that to do? It's, Mm -hmm. it's it's really, we really, excuse me, we still, we really have to stay present and Uh focused in on, I'm not going to let them get to me kind of thing. And and I'm not going to have that expectation of them. What else can I do? And maybe even maybe with that is thinking about, you know, listening to your intuition, because you may be able to um, have some, some words of wisdom, meaning not exactly advice, but words of conversational wisdom, you know, it's like taking them down a different path uh-huh. of that, whatever that expectation is you've had. Right. I, I think politically, that's one of the biggest concerns that people have is, you know, because of the last couple of years, we still have very polarized uh, political thinking mm-hmm. within our family units. Yeah. And so, you know, if you know that that is an area that you need to stay away from, then be thinking about, you know, a wonderful time maybe that everybody had together or a trip, you know, that person took and move them into not discussing something that can be um, a, a source of friction yeah. into, you know, a pleasant memory that everybody enjoyed and let them go that way. And then if you feel like they're beginning to move into an area that could cause friction, you know, excuse yourself. Just say, you know what? I need to go talk to so-and-so. Yeah. All right. Excuse me. I have to use the ladies' room. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And then don't My go back. class needs refilling. <laughs> right, right. Any numbers of ways to excuse yourself from that situation and uh-huh. hope they won't follow you. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so I think, yes, you know, the, that expectation of, of, you know, what people usually, how they usually show up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, so many people have been through the interesting challenges. And we were just talking again before we got on, started the recording is, you know, looking at the devastation, the folks that have been in the path of those tornadoes and especially in, in Kentucky and all along the way, as well as the people with the fires and all of these things, the tremendous things that people have experienced this year. And it makes, makes my heart sad, Uh but it also makes me wonder how they, how are they going to get to the next step? How can they feel like they can even celebrate this year? Exactly. And, exactly. and so everybody will be taking, if we can just take that step back and say, everybody is in a different place because of whatever has transpired in their year. Well, and there are connections um, that ripple out from that. Um, I, I, they had maybe two nights ago, they had uh, on the news, a picture of a little girl that was holding her doll. I don't know whether you saw it or not. I did not. Um, but it was just so heartfelt because she's standing in the rubble that was her home. And what she has is her doll in her hand. And she's just looking, you know, and she's maybe at the most three years old. She was pretty oh. young. Um So, you know, we have in 2021, we've had devastating fires again. 
we've had floods. Um, you know, now we've had tornadoes. We had tornadoes earlier. We've had a number of them this year, but that was the largest and most destructive. Yeah. But I mean, jobs now are gone. Um, right. Homes are gone. Lives are gone. You know, people have been injured. How do you, where do you start? You know, really, where do you start? Yeah. Well, I think we have to start where we are because we can't start anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just where you are right now in your life and and your family. And so as you um, as you process this and you gather with your family or your friends, you have to come together and say, OK, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. And and. For example, as I shared with you, this is going to be a different Christmas. Christmas for me this year mm-hmm. because my sister who did have health issues but uh, she died unexpectedly not from COVID and I only had one sibling mm-hmm. so, so now even you... though I didn't get to see her last year mm-hmm. I could at least talk to her and, right right and now were you able to see her before she died no, I was not. No. no, she went to an emergency room clinic and uh, my brother-in-law contacted me and, and I started packing because they live in Tallahassee and I'm in the Clearwater area. So it's four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And so before I left, even she had died. And um, so, you know, with that, you know, when I will say I'm so very blessed with family. And I called my best friend and she said, I'm on my way. And so when you have that kind of love and support that I do, and I know not everybody does. Right. And I, I know I'm very blessed. And, and my brother-in-law's uh, brother's wife, uh, his other sister-in-law was there with him because she lives locally. And so I was so thankful that she was there with him. Mm-hmm. And so, and he is still coming down for Christmas with us. And so, yeah, it'll be a little different this year, but we'll certainly honor her. And I hope that as people gather to, um, for their celebrations of however it is they do and whatever it is they, they celebrate, as they'll remember not only those that they personally lost, but think about the other families. Mm-hmm. Who's who've experienced death, loss of property and jobs, as you said. And, you know, it's been we've every year has some devastation. But when you add in, you know, COVID, right. fires, hur- right. fires, hurricanes, floods, right. uh, tornadoes. Well, and, and one of the big things this year for everybody um, has been, you know, the increase financially, you know, whether it's going to the groceries and, and, and buying for the holidays or trying to find that gift, you know, mm-hmm. because they're not available, they're maybe still out on a barge or they're in a warehouse someplace and they can't get, you know, them delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other smaller, obviously losses, but they're right. still there. And so when you add it all up, you know, it's quite 
huge. It is for, huge. For, yeah, for many families as they're, you know, looking around. And so then it's, it's almost like we have an opportunity to get back to what is actually the most important. And, and that's not um, what we're giving one another, you know, as a gift, gift uh, that you unwrap, but maybe it's the gift of, you know, your presence, yeah. uh, just being there, you know, because this year you can be there. Uh, maybe exactly. it is um, a memory, you know? So I, I remember when my parents were still alive that one of the last Christmases, we had a number of people that weren't with us, but we had at the dining room table um, memories, you know, like on little pieces of paper that were part of the decorations. Oh, and fun. so throughout the dinner, everybody would choose a memory to talk about. And it, it transported people back to, you know, maybe a, a different time for sure. But when other people were around, you know, grandparents, uh, friends, you know, and yeah. so it was just kind of, do you remember this? Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. And I, um, because that's a thing is, especially for, for instance, my older granddaughters who are 18 and 15, if they haven't heard stories probably about my parents no uh -uh. And, and and sometimes even my daughter said to me after my sister's services you know you haven't shared as much about your mom as and I said well when do you share it <laughs> you know? so this might be a perfect time yeah yeah so it, it's because it's it, it, as a, a parent with with your own children and grandchildren and you're gathered around the table do you just start, you know, and this is what I said there, do I just open it up and say, okay, we're going to talk about my mama right now. And <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about her. Right. You know, it's how do you weave these stories into conversations sometimes if you aren't asked. And that's one of the things I think they forget. The children and grandchildren is to ask you to share stories maybe of when you were a small child or what your parents were like. And, mm -hmm. and I think because that's one thing I never did ask as an, you know, as a young adult, you know, asking my, my mother or my daddy, what, you know, what their parents were like, what was their childhood like? Right. I never did. Those are questions I would love to be able to ask that. You know, um, I, I've always said, you know, probably for the last at least 20, 30 years, um, and I've always been very sentimental about the holidays. And I know Dolly Parton is. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she always talks about her childhood. Um, and I know people who have lived in like hollers, you know, mm -hmm. back in the hills. Oh, and yeah. of course, you know, you, you didn't get a lot at all for Christmas. Um, you know, maybe oranges, maybe some nuts, you know, maybe a book. Um, yeah. But it was the fact that everybody was together, you know, for that brief time, they weren't off maybe cutting wood or hunting or doing things, you know, to keep the family mm -hmm. alive. But I think if there is a way, you know, to have a tradition that remembers and maybe the memory, you know, because um, I know Black people, and Native Americans also say that as long as you are speaking someone's name, they are still with you. Yeah. 
So maybe that's part of it is, is just remembering, remembering, you know, a favorite recipe or mm-hmm. a favorite toy or a favorite um, story that you heard, you know, at your grandfather or grandmother's knee, but something mm-hmm. from the past that keeps the past part of the present. Yeah. And I think that's such a great idea. And with that, we can offer the opportunity to people, giving them some ideas today of how perhaps they can can create new holiday expectations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, something to look forward to every yeah. year. Like, okay, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. And, and so, or even picking a, a theme mm-hmm. for your Christmas and telling a story or, or uh, sharing an experience about a theme that maybe, and I have no idea where that came from and what the theme could be. I'm just going to put that <laughs> out there. <laughs> or, or it could be for those people who have lived in the snow. Um, I lived in Tennessee for a few short years. And I know we experienced snow and ice, but I didn't have to deal with it. I got to play with it. So I can only imagine how challenging it was for my parents during that time. But, mm-hmm. you know, for other people like you who had, you know, what, you know, what is, what are your favorite memories of snow on Christmas and different things like that? So, you know, so, and for us in Florida, <laughs> right, right. you know, and that, I know it's hard for some people to wrap their minds around what? You know, you don't have snow, you don't have this. Of course, so many travel down here during the winter, they know, but they know, yeah. 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 But uh, many others don't, and especially the children. You know, I was thinking about that the other day as I was listening to Christmas carols, and I'm thinking, other than a a few of the older grandchildren have gone skiing, Mm -hmm. so they have seen snow, but the little ones haven't. They have no idea what snow is. (laughs) I, again, I don't know whether you've seen this really cute ad that's on television right now, but there is an elderly man and he has a snowman in his window and the little girl, it's so cute. And, you know, she puts the snowman uh, Christmas cookies and a carrot and then runs downstairs past the Christmas presents out the front door. And it's a Publix ad. So it is just a very sweet, uh, almost like a Hallmark ad, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's the reminder that to reach out to people mm-hmm. who might not, um, who might not be, might not have anybody. Right. And he obviously didn't. Yeah. And but he, he resonated with that little girl because his little girl maybe was deceased or maybe, you know, was just not there. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that was their connection. Yeah. So I think that, you know, with our conversation today, we definitely come up with some ideas and, and that people can either use or spin off for the Uh different types of holiday expectations that they might have, but not only for the Christmas and, and the various other um, holidays that people are celebrating, thinking about that as they go through all the various holidays we have throughout the year. And when we gather together is um, and we do have a number of them i mean a lot of people gather together for the fourth of july and mm-hmm. they gather together certainly for thanksgiving and christmas but easter is another one right. and they all have special memories i think with children 
um, in yeah. particular, they, that's kind of like the connector is the right. kids. And as the kids grow up, you want there to be enough of a tradition that they want to continue that with their children if they have them. Right. I, I remember um, this has been at least 25 years ago, probably, but um, Green Bay, Wisconsin, it, you know, it's known for being cold and uh, <laughs> along with the Packers. Uh, so, but there's a beautiful old church that is in a historic part of Green Bay that we went to and they had a 1030 uh, Christmas Eve service. And we had not had much in the way of snow, maybe a dusting um, up until then. And when we came out of that service, it was just right at midnight. And there were the largest snowflakes I've ever seen in my life coming down. It was like being in a snowball. It was so beautiful. And, you know, it's funny because those are the things that stick in your mind. You know, it's, it's like a memory of something that you could put your tongue out and have a snowflake fall on it. They, they, it was falling on your face and melting, but that sticks out uh, maybe mm-hmm. more so than a special gift in a way. Exactly. So exactly. Find, finding those, um, cutting down a Christmas tree together, decorating a tree together, making Christmas cookies together. You know, yeah. there's so yeah. many together opportunities. Right. Um, have you ever watched... This is uh, something on Netflix, and it's it. The name of the show is called The Midwife, but it's been on. Oh, for I've seen ten... the, mid, the whole series. Okay, well, they <laughs> they have um, the Christmas special ones on oh. right now. Oh, okay, so um, they just had, um, I think it was 2018s, okay, uh, or 2019 maybe that Christmas one, and then 2020, okay. and then on Christmas Day will be the special for this year. And okay. so, you know, the character in there that is, um, I guess he's a Down syndrome, mm-hmm. um, more of an adult, um, but he appears to me to be 18, 19, maybe 20 years old uh, character in the story. And he wanted to make the largest paper chain. Did you remember seeing that one at the holidays? I think I do. So he, he p- making paper chains to put on the tree was his big thing. Mm-hmm. And so he started making these and he wanted to be in the Guinness book of records. And so everybody started making paper chains because for him to do that by himself would be next to impossible. Exactly. Unless he started in January and just kept doing it until Christmas. But every place the characters were, they were making these paper chains. And then they all brought them together to the downtown part of where they lived and began to form, you know, like this great big long line with everybody holding a part of the paper chains Fine. and then taking a picture. And so that he was in the Guinness Book of, of World Records. Oh, um, so, I mean, even having how many families watch It's a Wonderful Life, you know, mm-hmm. as part of their Christmas tradition, or, you know, maybe um, I'm trying to think of some others that were out there. Um, the What's the yes, I believe in Christmas. Oh, the Polar Express. Yeah, oh. Polar Express is a newer one. And um, uh, the Miracle on 34th Street. Was yeah, the Miracle one? on 34th Street. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the name of it. But, um, you know, they we have them. We have these old, famous movies that, um, yeah. you know, are, are out there. And some families I know 
do Christmas puzzles every year. You know, they start the puzzle at Thanksgiving and they make sure it's a thousand pieces and, you know, it's to be completed by Christmas day. So there's so many different things that it's never too late to start, you know, a tradition. And some of these, you know, I mean, even if you couldn't be with one another, I guess, you know, Zoom has allowed us in some ways to, you know, be there with each other too. We did a lot of uh, FaceTime since we all have Apple devices. We did a uh-huh. lot of FaceTime last year with my sister and brother-in-law and, you know, and even on my birthday back last year, which was in March, you know, boom, we were in shutdown. And <laughs> yes, um... <laughs> so, um, so my, my kids were really super. They ordered me, they told me to order what I wanted for dinner and where I wanted, where I wanted it from, they'd have it delivered. And so, so they did. And so I took pictures of everything and then sent it to them as a text. And then we got on FaceTime later and included my sister and brother-in-law and we had a great time, you know, celebrating my birthday. And that's the way we did with everybody because that's the way until, you know, for us till later in May or June, when we could be outside right, right, <laughs> and be together. So right. yeah, Zoom and FaceTime and any other types of uh, video conferencing has really saved the day for people. I think so. I think, you know, if you have a device of some sort, whether it's, you know, your phone or an iPad or, you know, something, you yeah. can still stay somewhat connected. And if this had happened even 20 years ago, it would have been much more difficult to have that cohesiveness of family and friends, but we can, we can do that because of technology, you know, so the good news, bad news. I mean, people (laughs) have their face and their head, you know, in these devices 24 seven, it seems, and they're not interacting with one another on a personal level because they're in their device. Um, But uh, there's a balance. And I guess, you know, the pendulum swings and, you know, it's, it's swung a little bit too far, maybe, you know, towards technology right now and not enough interpersonal relationships. Well, I think that's, you know, that's one of the things from, and I'm not that, that um, knowledgeable is the right word for me about some of the energetic shifts that are happening. Mm -hmm. And so I think the pendulum is swinging, may have reached its tipping point, and <laughs> yep. I, I'm hoping, and that uh, that it as 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 awful as some of the things we've seen this year, the you know the, the police deaths and all the different things that have have um, shown up, and. It's also increased awareness for people. Exactly, exactly. And I I think we can't put our head in the sand anymore. Um, And you can't say it's somebody else's problem. So the environment is our issue. We have to do something about that. And we have to do something about interpersonal relationships with all races, uh, with all, you know, religious backgrounds. And it's not us versus them. It has to be cohesive you know, working together in some sort of collaborative way to get to a result that is beneficial for all of us. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, um, and especially since so many of us uh, 
will be gathering with family. I'm very blessed that I'll be able to be with mine and the whole family. So often we are uh, with you know, uh, my children and their spouses. We've, we've had the in-law Christmas and, and my Christmas and in-law Thanksgiving, my Thanksgiving through the years. And, and so it's also been fun for me is that I don't have to cook Christmas dinner anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> I just say, what can I bring? Right. <laughs> and right. so thankfully the, my, my older sons or my sons have, and their spouses have taken this on and my daughter's going to start a new tradition on the 23rd. So uh, we will we'll be gathering. And she said, since that's the day that was my sister and brother-in-law's anniversary, and uh, we would usually go out to dinner when they would get there. So when my daughter told me she wanted to start this new tradition, I said, well, I think that's a great idea, as long as you make lasagna, because that's Aunt Helen's favorite. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, our title is holiday expectations. But you know what? I mean, every day in a way is a holiday when you're with family and friends. So it doesn't have to be a specific day as much as it is a celebration of just this togetherness. Exactly. And and that's why, you know, with with some people, they won't be with their families Mm -hmm. uh, on Christmas for whatever reason and or whatever holiday they're celebrating. And and you know, I will say I've never been by myself on Christmas, but I've been by myself on other holidays. And, you know, it's some days it's been a little bit of a challenge, but then you find something to do or you Mm -hmm. go get together with your friends or you Mm -hmm. just go do something totally different. And it's then it comes into choice, you know, that do I choose to be, um, ornery <laughs> yeah. because I'm by myself or do I choose to go figure out something new or mm-hmm. you know we have in our world we have so many different things we can go out and experience in our local neighborhoods that we probably haven't seen or um, I mean I know we could spend in our particular neighborhoods <clears throat> or just in our county Lucy we could they're probably you know, thousand things we haven't seen before or more, you know, right, right. Lower shopping districts and here and there or new museums that have opened and different Mm -hmm. things like that. And so there, I think that's where we can add in some of that. If you're by yourself, how are you going to choose to, to manage that holiday expectation? Mm -hmm. Because you have to make those choices for yourself. Right. There's a, um, in Largo, which is part of Pinellas County, it's one of the mm-hmm. towns there, um, Heritage Village and mm-hmm. the Florida Botanical Gardens are, you know, back to back with each other. Right. And, you know, they will be open on Christmas yes. Day. And so, you know, if somebody's listening to this and they want to just be outside and experience, maybe they don't want to go to the beach because there'll be a lot of people there. Um, you know, they could wander through just a beautiful setting. i I went to the botanical gardens uh, just about a week ago in the evening and cause it's now, you know, hundreds of thousands of lights yeah. and it's just beautiful. So last year they couldn't have it. And so this year, you know, they've got it again, but there are so many different ways 
that we can connect. And if we can't connect for whatever reason, you know, with loved ones, like you said, maybe friends, if not friends, maybe go over to, um, you know, a park and connect with nature. But there's different ways that we can connect with life. And that's really what this is kind of all about is we learn to be grateful and to celebrate being alive. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, then there are the opportunities to volunteer, for, you know, if that is sure. something you would like to do to be. Sure. And, and you know, when you're volunteering for whatever organization, uh, back in high school, I remember I was a um, candy striper in high school. So I would uh, would go in and, you know, bring lunch lunch or breakfast trays in or whatever it was I was supposed to do that day. But I always went in my, my in my high school years, I went in on Christmas morning mm-hmm. to greet the patients and, you know, either fill their water or bring their breakfast in or whatever it was. It's been, that was a long time ago, but <clears throat> that was a memory. I just remembered that, that I've done. And back uh, many, many years ago when I was working in airline reservations, I, I, you know, I chose to work on Christmas Day so that other of my colleagues could be at home with their families because I, I was married, but I didn't have children yet. So it was much more important for them to be home sure. with their families. Sure. And I could, could tell my husband to cook the, you know, stick the turkey in or whatever it was we were having. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that's one of the things sometimes to for us to think about you know, for those of us who may not be able to be with a family and um, how can we help others so that they can be with a family? Exactly. Uh, you so, got to remember how many people are going to be working in hospitals because of COVID yeah. or other emergencies that somebody has on Christmas day. So they won't yeah. be with their family members. There are a lot of people that work on Christmas day yeah. and, and um, I live as the crow flies, probably three blocks from a fire station. So I hear, I hear a lot that, you know, when they're, when they pull out, you know, I hear right. the sirens and, and so, you know, it's, it's all of our law enforcement and it's, you know, medical personnel, EMS, all of those right. folks flying airplanes. Exactly. And, you know, so there's myriads of people who work on Christmas day. And mm-hmm. so it's about, to me, it's more about whenever the family or the gathering is of your friends, whether right. it's Christmas Day, the 25th, mm-hmm. or if it's Boxing Day, if that's when you celebrate and get together, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a specific day. You can choose. Right. Like sometimes Mother's Day has not been on Mother's Day for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, and that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, it's, that's where we have to, I think, it's again, looking at that choice of our holiday expectation, whatever it is, and being willing to be flexible sometimes and looking at what the possibility of fun could come from being flexible, flexibly mm-hmm. fun. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I, um, you know, as our show comes to a close here, I guess, you know, one of the, the keys is, you know, holidays are not just specific days. Yeah. It's, it's a time of togetherness. And so 
we're talking about Christmas, but um, any special day, you know, is going to be a holiday um, or you make it a special day and then it becomes a holiday. I guess the other thing that's important to recognize is that there are changes every single year and, you know, you've had a major loss in your life this year. Um, I can't imagine how many people are looking at, you know, single losses and maybe multiple losses, depending on their families and where their families have been. Um, So it's having that recognition that life is fragile, that we are never guaranteed tomorrow, and that we need to make the most of every day as we have it. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's the best expectation to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let a day go by without being grateful. Absolutely. There. Yeah. And I want to just say with that, how grateful I am to be a part of your show again. And I appreciate that. It's been oh, really fun. Yeah. I, I, I just love having all of you on it because everybody brings their own knowledge and their own special qualities. And so I, I feel very privileged to have everybody as, as a guest. Oh, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. It's been a pleasure. And Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa, whatever you like to celebrate <laughs> or all of the above. And uh, tell everybody one more time how they can reach you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you can reach me at margaretmartin.com. And I am on Facebook at margaretmartin.speakercoach, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Twitter. And that's about the best ways you can reach me. Also at just an email, info at margaretmartin.com. Also, if you want personally signed copies of those books we mentioned, The Chatter That Matters, Your Words Are Your Power, and uh, The Journal of Gratitude, send me an email to info at margaretmartin.com. We'll make the arrangements and give you a personally signed copies. So thank you. I have a personally signed copy. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a personally signed copy of Lucy's book, too. How did the kids like it, by the way? They are liking it. They are liking it. Yeah. I love the characters because they're they're all about love. Yeah, they are. They are. So it's great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So everybody, uh, if this is a show that you think others should listen to, guide them over to one of the podcasts or send them to my website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. There are 19 pages of shows there over four years. I think I'm approaching over way over 200 shows now. So, um, (laughs) you know, go find uh, the shows that resonate well with you. Um, I always let uh, the universe tell me which one I should be listening to. So make it your best life. Thank you for joining us for our discussion today on holiday expectations. Thanks so much again, Margaret. You're welcome. Thank you, Lucy. All right. We'll talk again next time. Bye-bye. I look forward to it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give 
give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.